Wait, were you guys at the party where I kissed Pedro Pascal? Because I I'm think- sorry, what? <laughs> no. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> oh boy. Hit the brakes. So, Daddy. So, I, there's, <laughs> there's nothing the reason I asked that is because I genuinely like I I used to have like a really bad drinking problem and I don't remember really <laughs> much from that evening. But I know that he and I were drinking tequila and I know that you we and- kept, I know I know that we get but I don't remember like to what extent was I sloppy? Like what was the deal? <laughs> All I remember is that Sarah Paulson and Lily Rabe were like <gasps> well, it's truly exciting because our our other guest tonight is <laughs> Pedro Pascal. <laughs> Hello, my room. Yeah, he's in your. Yeah, we flew him out there. It's great. Oh my god! Wow. Hello. That was it. Um. Uh, <laughs> what party was that? Was it the opening? Yeah. Oh. Uh, it had to be because Lily was there. Sarah was there. Wow. Oh. Pedro Pascal was in that? Yeah, he was. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't it remember. was Don John. Oh, that's right. This is probably the sexiest Don John he's ever lived. <laughs> and we got to watch him rise to fame in front of our eyes. Because oh. like when he first started, nobody knew who he was. And then the Game of Thrones season Game kept coming out. And all of a sudden, we had to keep people away from him. Mm-hmm. At least I did. <laughs> yeah. I still don't know who he is. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Oh my gosh. I've never been more jealous of anyone in my entire <laughs> life. I wish that I had a drinking problem. I wish. What? <laughs> I know everybody's like, what you do? Wait, no. what? <laughs> if I had enough of a drinking problem that I ended up kissing Pedro Pascal, I don't know. I'd be. So I'd be... The, the thing is, the thing is, the drinking problem did not factor into why I kissed him. Oh. The drinking problem factored into me not remembering. Yeah. Right. Oh. Like the entire story. Because I know that it happened. Like it's not it's not made up. Like no, I no, very no, much I remember because what happened was that he was on Game of Thrones and um <laughs> like I didn't watch it because I had I had like jumped off the ship like way early on because I was like this is way too intense for me in terms of like women and sexual violence. I was like, I'm out. Um, and then everybody was trying to get me to watch it. They were like, oh my God, there's a, there's a bi guy. And he like, he's, he like works at a brothel or something. Like everybody was trying to sell me on his character. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then he was in the park. And I remember that like everybody was kind of tiptoeing around him because he was like the world kind of up and man. coming, but like he was such a down to earth dude yeah. that I remember being like, why are we like treating him like he's made of glass? Like he's so chill. And I was all like, I'll, I'll have a drink with him. I don't care. Like, you know, I, it doesn't even matter. It was great. And I like went up and I was like, let's do shots. Like, and then, but, and then I remember we were, when you walk into Fred. Yeah. Like, if you go down and like the seating area is like this way, mm. like that little nook of the bar, that bad stuff happens yeah. in that area. <laughs> so like just straight ahead. Yeah. That little, that's what yeah. That's what bars have nooks for. That's oh, where no. that's where we were. Incredible. Right there. Yeah. I love that. 
Welcome to OBP, the show with a simple premise. This millennial thruple tries to talk their way into a four-way conversation. <laughs> with me, as always, are my two co-hosts. First, West Side Story, more like Best Side Story, Cameron Faring. Hi, everybody. And Starlight Express, more like Starlight Success, Tessa Flannery. Wow. Hello. <laughs> and I'm your host. I'm an Anthony in the streets and a Sweeney Todd in the sheets, David Armstrong. <laughs> wait. And... <laughs> wait. Wait. No, we wait. Hold. Wait. We... Yes. What? Do you have questions? No. You know, no? continue. We'll just unpack that later. <laughs> okay, cool. Oh, God. Thank you. Uh, and our very, joining us for this episode, our very esteemed guest, uh, our friend, uh, uh, an, uh, also a public theater al- alumni, alum, whatever, they <laughs> are, <laughs> I'll think about that later, they are an amazing performer, director extraordinaire, artiste incomparable, uh, the head of Cardboard Classics, my former Here Lies Love dance partner, and the Mira to my Momoa, uh, they're going to say their uh, official name for the podcast, uh, by which they will henceforth be known when I point to them, after which the three hosts will burst into an uproarious applause. Please welcome... Kathleen. Yay! <laughs> Kathleen, welcome to OBP. How are you? Thank you. <laughs> I'm good. I'm so excited to be here. Oh, good. Um, that is the extent of my script. So... Um, <laughs> uh, uh, Kathleen, go. I'll take it from here, pulling up. Oh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> I see all the notes going up on your glasses. That's uh, uh-huh. <laughs> great. Weren't there? Wasn't there a thing for a while where you could like, like, your teleprompter would be in your glasses or something like that? Or is that a, from a movie? Am I making? I think. Up? I mean, I think that that's just something that you want. Like, <laughs> yeah, I true. think that. <laughs> That happens in sci-fi movies a lot. I would so maybe one day. I want that. I do want that. Yeah. Is that Minority I... Report? <laughs> Could be Minority yeah. Report. Yeah. Could be. What a film. Oh. Um, <laughs> I, I think Google Lenses were supposed to do that for a while. I just don't know if they ever completed the journey. Unclear. Yeah, they stopped mm. selling those, right? They, they not, did. Yeah, they're not using Too many them. privacy violations. <laughs> oh, rough. Um, that makes sense. That makes sense it's, to me. It's terrifying. It is terrifying. <laughs> Everything's terrifying. Um, <laughs> and TikTok's about to be banned. Um, so, yay! yay! Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, we live and in a great... And on that note... Yeah, on that note. We live in a great place. Actually, that's a perfect transition. Uh, Kathleen's not in this country right now, or the other three are. Uh, 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 she's in uh, uh, the merry old land of England. I am. Yeah, Doing I live what? the land of the land of Dick Van Dyke. <laughs> Dick, Dick Van Dyke, Lin Manuel Miranda, Keanu Every Reeves, the English most authentic British accents. So angry, right? Yeah. Every time they think about Dick. Van Dyke. I I I have had men from Hinge throw literal fits about his accent out of nowhere. Like they bring it up. <laughs> And then they get upset, and I'm like, no, like, and I, I will tell them in earnest. I'll be like, when I was little, I thought it was good. I didn't know any better, and they're like, oh, 
<laughs> well, they, I they, like, never. <laughs> Basically, well, yeah. I never. Yeah, they do it. And, they, <laughs> and then it's weird because they sound exactly like Dick Van Dyke. <laughs> um, wait, what did you ask me? Oh, what am I doing here? Yeah, what's, what am I doing what's, here? what's up? What are you doing there? What am I doing here? Um, so, well, I mean, I always wanted to move here, which yep. I probably talked about when I worked with the public because I talked about it like all the time. Oh, That's also, true. sorry. I just realized it's so late there. Like, it's like 2 a.m., isn't it? <laughs> But yeah, it's 1.30. Wow. Anyway, yeah. so I'll let you keep talking. <laughs> no, 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 it's totally fine. Um, I, yeah, um, I always wanted to move over here. Um, and then I did a semester abroad when I was at NYU. And I was like, this is it, man. Like, I got to, like, I just, oh, oh, my God. I just fell in love. And so I like made it my goal to come over here and to try to like get my career going over here. And then like, I don't know, like stuff was going pretty well when I first got um, out of college and um, like I was in a long-term relationship and also like just, I was getting engaged, like it was going well. And then everything crashed and burned. It was so terrible. And Mm. I like, (laughs) like, and then like, everything kind of started to dissolve and then the pandemic happened and then like reproductive rights were going out the window and they were like, Oh dude, let's everybody shoot kids. And I was like, I'm, I have to leave America immediately. Like immediately. <laughs> it's like, yeah. So yeah. I like, yeah, I, that's like the very like short version of a very long arc yeah. um, that brought me over here and the reason I like gave all that context is because like the program that I'm in right now is not necessarily like the one that I would have wanted. Um, it's a pretty like standard master's, um, which this is the first time that I'm in any type of postgrad program. So like, mm-hmm. uh, but it's uh, it was really a, a matter of like I wanted to get out of America and I started to get worried that I wouldn't be able to leave at a certain point and like that I just felt unsafe I mean like you guys like you you live there you know what it's like like as people over here like really don't have a sense of actually how terrifying it is yeah and it like feels a bit alienating they like see us as like very absurd and like But, like, and I get that, but, you know, it's just, it is. Like, I started to get really, really scared. I was like, I have to get out of there. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm doing a master's, and I'm trying to work. I just got some gigs, and then I'm going to do another master's. The person who never wanted to go back to higher education is now (laughs) doing two masters back-to-back. Back-to-back. So that's fun. B2B. But this, but, yeah. the, but the second one's like, uh, like more like what you would have wanted to do, right? Yeah. So uh, the second so- one is like, it's, you know, so this is what I'm in right now is an MA course. And the second one that I just got accepted into is a, it's an MFA. So um, it's two years and it's in theater directing. And there's like, um, <laughs> There's only, um, there's like a group of people that they choose. It's like, ten, like between like eight to 10 people out of like hundreds of candidates. Oh. So it's like really intense. And they like, 
it's so cool. They like they put you, they place you in a theater your second year, and then you just get to work on whatever productions are there, and they just oh. kind of like funnel you into. So like, I could Amazing. like potentially be like, like this could happen. Like I, I yeah, I, don't know. I love it. That's so exciting. Uh, that's so yeah. That's so exciting. And I guess for the yeah. for the for the listeners at home, like we we like we were just told this too. This is yeah, relatively this fresh is, news. Yeah. yeah, like I uh, just found out yesterday, middle of the day, and then I found out um, I got hired on a gig that um, I don't have like my contract set up and everything, and there's actually some big names involved. So like I'm not technically allowed to like share, but like yeah. I am working i'm going to be working on a production of annie get your gun at a um this new open air theater that's going to be in surrey um and that'll be like it's going to be a lot because it's been it's an open air theater in its first season mm-hmm. doing a musical ambitious we so it. it's <laughs> gonna be an event, yeah. but I will be able to put it on my resume. Hell yeah! And it'll probably look really nice. Yeah, yes, it's absolutely. Yeah, I'm. And an I'm American so classic, an, uh, an American tale as old as time. A woman with it. a gun. <laughs> <laughs> I I can't oh, wait geez. to hear all about it, honestly, yeah. because I I love that show, but it can be incredibly problematic, and so I just I'm really curious to see how it's handled in the UK yeah, they, right like, now. I mean, I know that um, the director like already talked to me about um, really trying to address the problematic stuff, um, like taking out the like, I mean, is it, would it like, do people call it like red face? Like the like really like yeah. mimic, like that, like taking that stuff out yeah. and then like also like, um, doing some possible like revisitings of the libretto like, like they've talked to the estate so um i don't know like it i know that they're trying to do it like they're trying to kind of approach the text uh from a contemporary perspective um so cool. yeah and also like you know he was talking really passionately about like how annie was a really cool person and that the show kind of like I don't know, like, dumbs her down a little bit. And he was like, I wanted to try to kind of, like, investigate that. So hopefully, I mean, best laid plans. But, um, yeah. you know, it could it could be really good. I get very, I get very, um, uh, I don't know, I feel a little bit tenuous when Brits do musical theater. Yeah. Yeah. that's fair it's that one of the few, it's one of the few things fair. that we're like no that's our thing <laughs> yeah like uh, yeah. they're really good at everything and that's mm-hmm. and that's great and it's it's i think it's okay that like we gave birth to Stephen Sondheim and right. like not everybody has the gift it's okay like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not everybody has a Sondheim yeah. uh yeah <laughs> Um, nobody does. <laughs> nobody does. Uh, what's uh, the thing I like to ask people now is, uh, is there anything like we usually talk, we usually talk fandoms and stuff like that too. But like, is there anything that you're like obsessed with at the moment 
what's the hyperfixation of the <laughs> the week slash month slash time? You know, I I wish I had one currently, but I'm coming out of a depressive period where I couldn't engage with anything other than Seinfeld just <laughs> ad nauseum. <laughs> so I guess I guess Seinfeld, I guess Seinfeld, but like um That's cool. Yeah, I think it really reminds me of New York. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Um So wait, if I wanted to talk about a hyperfixation, though, that was like... Yeah, uh, talk about any of them if you want. Yeah, anything at all. 1899. <laughs> the year? Should not have been canceled. Oh. The, the year. <laughs> um, the, the Netflix series. Oh. What is this? Why don't oh I know God. about it? I'm sorry. Um, no, no, no. It's, it's, it, it, I, I don't think it was like super well... Um, advertised in America. I don't. I don't even know. So, um, did you hear there was a, a Netflix series that started in 2018 called Dark? Oh yes, 2019. Mm-hmm. Okay, I did so, watch that and I really liked it. Okay, so the same people who made Dark made this other show called 1899. Um, mm. and it was like, I, I mean, genre bending is is like it's a really kind of like overused word but it's true in this case um and it's also just I don't know like there's like 14 different languages spoken on the show and the thing that really sucks about it is that um so dark when like the people who created it they're a married couple um and when they created it they brought like a huge like binder into Netflix and it had the entire show laid out beginning to end with everything there and like and that's why the show is so complicated but it's so tight because they Mm. planned it from the beginning Mm -hmm. and so like when they did 1899 they did the same thing like they went in with their bible like they have the entire thing planned out and after season one I guess the reception was enough people being like I don't know what's happening and like basically deciding that like they probably wouldn't go back for season two and instead of like believing in them and like letting them tell the story they canceled it and the thing that's insane is that dark i don't know if it holds true anymore after squid game happened but like dark was the highest rated and the highest streamed netflix series of all time series the end um, and it also had a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes for like literal years. Like it was what? like basically wow. considered like a perfect television show. And mm-hmm. then, like I think, like Hannibal is my favorite show, but I think Dark is the best show that's ever been made. Yeah. Like eighteen ninety nine was it definitely felt flawed to me, but it was season one. And they have two more seasons of story to tell. Yeah. To fix those flaws, to address anything that felt like a plot hole. I didn't think that anything felt incomplete because I knew that it was a third of the right. story. Yeah. Like, and now it's impossible they, to judge it because they only got a third of the way the thing, in. Like, because of how they're contracted to Netflix, they're not allowed to take the story anywhere else to finish it. 
that we're just never gonna know (laughs) and like the cliffhanger at the end of season one is like so so massively fucked up like i can't even (laughs) oh no yeah, and this then is I like, named, oh, this and then weird. I named my fish after two of the main characters, and then the fish died, and I just felt like it was my fault because I named the master characters Rick Oh no, <laughs> no! You one hundred percent caused Netflix not to renew. <laughs> I'm looking at the poster for Dark. I have seen Dark. Now I, I realize. Yeah, that. you've yeah. seen I Dark. Didn't, I, I didn't finish has. it. I didn't finish yeah. it though. I didn't finish it either, but I did love what I watched. Now I have to. 1899 I have, I have not too. seen. Re- Real quick Kathleen, do you have other ventures in the Fullerverse or is Hannibal your Hannibal your only one? Um obviously. Um, I just maybe... I had to check. I don't think we ever talked about that, which makes me very I sad. No, I, I, for some reason I feel like we did, but if we didn't, pushing daisies. It's my um, favorite of all time. It's literally incredible. Yeah, then there's Dead Like Me is mm-hmm. like the thing is, I watched all of them. So then I also watched Wonderful. Yep. Um, what else? What else? What else? I mean, I I loved the first season of American Gods, and then it got weird because it was right. taken American away from Gods. Gods. And Heroes Discovery. Discovery. Star oh. Trek Discovery, yeah. Star Trek Disco. And Heroes. Yep. So wait, you're telling me that the man who made Pushing Daisies Mm-hmm. Is one of the people making Star Trek Discovery? He no. he conceived the... all of the characters and made the first they made the story arc for the first season and oh. created the show, but then was let go because of. Oh. I just don't understand. I don't know. Really, I'm, yeah. I I don't understand cool, why so many people let him go because <laughs> yeah. he seems like such a genuinely lovely person. Mm-hmm. Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> like the I people mean, like... who, yeah. The people from the fans of Hannibal, like, are predominantly, like, queer women. And he, like, he's, I've heard nothing but, like, the most wonderful, heartwarming things about him. And also, I think uh, my headcanon is that Brian Fuller is to TV what Zack Snyder is to film. That uh, he makes genre cool. pieces, yeah. and so he gets boxed out, and like he, like people don't take him seriously a lot because yeah. everything he makes is like such a like. I was I literally wanted like to say it was a sleigh, like literally Hannibal <laughs> is a sleigh. It is a sleigh. It's a great. It's but a great it's sleigh. A, but it's like a very specific. Yeah. Like it's a the aesthetic of it is like very very specific. Um. Like, even the things like Wonderful and Dead to Me, like, tonally, they were way too weird for people. Yeah. People didn't get it. Um, pushing Daisies, like, freaks the shit out of people. Um, <laughs> you know, it's like... And didn't that, unfortunately, end, like, at the writer's strike? Or was that what, what No, was season... I mean, it had a season two, and they canceled it yeah. right right before right. Kristen okay. Chenoweth won her Emmy. Right. See, I... I my... I had I have a roommate. Speaking of like queer women being big fans, like I had a a roommate who was ace who was like, "This is the greatest show of all time," <laughs> and I was like, "Interesting that you don't want to touch anyone and they can't." <laughs> <laughs> but um, <laughs> that's real. 
but uh uh i, I really liked it I, I i don't know why i never saw it at the time but i saw it like a year ago and i was like oh this is good <laughs> and it's sad that it ended that's truly sad fuller's working on something new <gasps> always he always is it's called crystal lake Ooh. I think it's I think that's a I think that's oh, a, wait, is, a Jason that... Voorhees. <laughs> I think that's oh. a Jason Voorhees series. An origin? I mean I mean yeah, that's the camp, Crystal Lake. Oh my oh, god. That's the lake that he lives in. <laughs> my god. That's incredible. I got um, chills. I got chills. We might be all right. I know. fear. A new Ooh. a new entry in the Fuller verse. I mean, he's going to keep trekking. Hey. Hey. <laughs> but he will. He's, he's really like, he's, he also, he also kind of reminds me, there's like a, I, these are like my boys <laughs> who I am like, please, please be nice. Um, M. Night Shyamalan as well. Mm-hmm. I'm like, let him make what he wants to make. Yeah. Like, Look at like, you protecting him. Leave him Yeah. <laughs> He did his penance. He made he made the unforgivable last Airbender movie. They put him in director jail for a while, and now let him let him do what he wants. It's fine. It's fine. Honestly, his only offense to me. Yeah. yeah. Let me talk about how Jesse McCartney was going to be Zuko in that movie. Awful. Here's what you're gonna see. I'm gonna go see who that is. Oh, you're gonna you're Jesse McCartney was one of the founding members of the boy band Dream Street. Your teeny and... bo- your teeny boy heart will will pop. I remember Dream. I remember. Oh. <laughs> and he also sings that. He also sings that. That songs that song. Beautiful oh, and yeah. Beautiful something. Oh, beautiful soul. The one yes. That's yeah. like, um. Beautiful soul, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love, I love you and your beautiful soul. I don't want another pretty face. I don't want, I don't want just anyone. We're very on key and very. Yeah, I know him. Yeah, you know. He was going to play Zuko. He was. He's not Asian. No, he's not. Didn't he die? Didn't he die? No. Oh my God, Aaron Carter died. Aaron Carter, yeah, Aaron died. Carter yeah. died. I thought they were the same. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Except Aaron Carter was a rapper. Yeah. Right. Poor yeah. Aaron Carter. We are we do miss him though. Yeah. Too much uh For too sure. much too much too much drugs, I think. Yep. Something, too much drugs. Yeah. Something bad. And he was Poor just baby. making a name for himself. He was just, you know, being discovered in the adult world with his only fans and things were looking up and he just yeah, tragic. Yeah. Also, Bicon. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron um, Carter was bi. I love it. Yeah. Um, Tessa, nobody in the Avatar movie was 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 Asian, and that was <laughs> maybe the problem. Actually, no, that's not true. They they whitewashed everybody except for the villains. So, um, oh. the, uh, the Fire Nation was still played by uh so- Southeast Asians. Good for them. <laughs> Great. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Speaking Do- of. Sorry, speaking of bicons, Kathleen, how do you identify these days? <laughs> Just um, for our I, listeners. Ooh. So I consider myself bi and unfortunately leaning towards the end of the spectrum that is predominantly attracted to men, which is 
just so deeply tragic. <laughs> so <laughs> deeply tragic. Deeply tragic. We, I, are, it, we are alike. We are kin. And it is so terrible. It's um, the worst <laughs> thing about me. <laughs> like, um, and then um, in terms of my gender, like, I say non-binary, but I feel like just queer is, uh, like, just queer. I don't know. Something, like, in the middle. Just in the in the in the middle that Matt Smith Matt Smith noodle arm for everybody yeah wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube person <laughs> I identify oh, as hey inflatable. this brings up a great question that some gay people asked me this weekend <laughs> what I, well well people so M M spec the M for M spec is it middle of Mul- the spectrum no multi multi-spectrum mauve it's for ma it's, it's for mauve spectrum <laughs> it's mod it's uh it's mod spectrum <laughs> yeah. oh i'll tell them that i'll tell them that yeah it's mod spectrum i that's mine now I'll tell I, them multi. that is mine now <laughs> i was like i don't even know friends <laughs> multi <laughs> great thank you <laughs> this has been that you notes. own this business come on <laughs> this has been your queer education <laughs> that's the thing we've just you know yeah 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 question from me so right. i'm just reading off my notes here okay? Right. Oh, okay it's like an incorporated <laughs> ad it's like yeah. very we're very subtly like oh yeah, by the way m spec what, what what is that this is, the, this is the queer agenda why it is casually bringing it into conversation why are you m spectacular productions why yeah. not yeah exactly mod that one's mod for sure that one's mod that one's definitely mod <laughs> Don't worry about it. I can't do mouth. I can't do B Arthur. <laughs> I tried. It was, I appreciate the attempt. <laughs> you have to try it. You have to try it at least once. Uh, um, no, <laughs> see? <laughs> um, oh my god. Ma Nope, that's that's still nanny ish, not Who is that? Golden Girls ish. Oh. Ma. <laughs> yeah, that was very Fran Drescher. That's very yeah. Fran Drescher. <laughs> Um, yeah. Wait, I I just I I feel the need to say, did we all work at the public when Here Lies Love was there? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yes, we did. I, I can never remember like who was where when, other than I, I do remember because David and I did our our performance, our must lauded <laughs> performance of Here Lies Love in we the were lobby. Like, we were like animatronics, like in the lobby. So like you would see us. <laughs> Like do it, and then you would be like, "Well, I am going to hear Lies Love, so no, yeah. I don't have to stick around for this." But I think um, they wanted to. I think they wanted to. If I, I think, I think we brought in. You need to calm down. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of crime. A lot of crime. Um, uh, yeah, no, I think I think we were bringing in people because yes. every single person who came in the door to be like, "What is this building?" Right. Was then like, "What is this?" And yeah, what's like, happening here? Yeah, exactly. You're, you're, that's correct. That's correct. We were like a no, free, we were like a sort of free street team for them. Oh wow! <laughs> so you didn't even get paid extra. No, <laughs> sounds to me like you need opening night comp tickets. I have been um, following Instagram religiously. Yeah, so excited. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So Kathleen, I don't think we had a very long overlap because i think 
I think I left the summer around summertime post here lies love and yeah then I, was I, that was it for me I when did I actually leave summer of um oh my god summer of 2013 might have been the last year I worked no no like no no no, no. what am I talking about sorry that was before I moved um the 2016? That sounds yeah. about right. That was my last um, year too. Yeah. So um in that time though, I my theory is that so <laughs> this guys and dolls that's at the bridge theater right now. There's have you guys heard about this? Do you guys know about this? Have you heard about this? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> there's, 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 you know about this? Um there is <laughs> A immersive production of Guys and Dolls. Oh, fascinating! Um, it is this the it's it's Nick Heitner saw Here Lies Love and was like, "How can I make this better?" <laughs> and then did this because so the reason I say that is because the platform it was the same Here Lies Love platform except that they were hydraulically so, like, when you walk into the space, the space is just a floor, and you just, like, walk in, and then they, like, the, you know, I forget what, like, the special job that, like, Ezra and Blue had, so, like, yeah. the jumpsuit oh, motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, oh, the pink God, ushers. Blue. Yeah, the pink suits. <laughs> the jumpsuit guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they were dressed as New York cops, <laughs> but, like, right? So, like, it was weird. Um, But they would, like... They would do the same kind of crowd wrangling stuff, mm-hmm. um, and then the platforms would actually like raise above you, and like oh. it was it was insane. It was literally just pure life oh. love, but like on crack. It was just the next level because like you could instead of the platforms having to like be pushed out of the way or pulled or something like it would literally just go down and they would just like gesture for you to come across and you fill in the empty space. Like it was, it was wow. crazy. Yeah. That sounds like a lot. If I, dolls. if I walked into a production <laughs> and the first thing I saw was a New York cop, I would walk right back out again. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I have... I'm not saying for that. <laughs> it's in the UK though. It's like oh. friendly there. <laughs> It was like, I don't know, she tried to sell me a soft pretzel, and it was amazing because they were, they were like, the sign said $3, and then they were, like, charging, they were like, oh, it's only three pence, and I was like, what is this access that you're trying, like, it was like, (laughs) it was not, it was, man, it was one of those situations where probably all the British people thought, thought that they sounded like they were from New York. Yeah. But because I'm from New York, I was like, it, I can it, just tell. It's the, them, them doing American accents. Like, I think it's insulting Terrible. to hold such a grudge against Dick Van Dyke for their piss poor American accents. Piss <laughs> <Yeah>. poor. Absolutely <laughs> piss poor. Hey, one of the first how you doing? Shows. I'm from New York. <laughs> yeah, shows i saw in the uk was uh uh somewhere over the rainbow uh wizard of oz wizard of oz thank you so much and the little girl i remember like i went with some american friends and we were like i can't we can't stay 
We can't stay. <laughs> we can't stay. They were like, our, I think they might have said, you know, talked about our yeah. Kansas. I don't know. They yeah. were like, I've just was... got to get home to our Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> there, was a t- there was a tornado. <laughs> We've definitely so touched difficult. on this bit before. So you were difficult. like, oh, I'm from Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, awful. Um, so that's always that's always fun. <laughs> I, I I I think it's silly to hold a grudge against uh, a sixty year old grudge against Dick Van Dyke. I think yeah, right. That's that's that silly. <laughs> I think it is sixty years. Yeah. So here's the real question. Then he's fellow, lived theater. longer past that accent than he than he has before that. Accent. Yes, no, it's true. <laughs> here's the question, fellow theater geeks: What other musicals would you put in an immersive "Here Lies Love" on steroid <laughs> situation? <laughs> Because I have to know. I, I, I would never, it would never occur to me to do guys and dolls. Mame! Oh. <laughs> oh, shut up. Oh my God, that is an amazing idea. Wait, which one? Which one? Steel Pier. Steel Pier. Oh. It's a Kander and Ab show. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> about a dance competition. Oh. Right. oh. It's about. Yeah, it's about the uh, dance marathons that used to happen in, um, like, not only Atlantic City, but, like, a lot of kind of, like, Atlantic City-esque, like, peer towns and stuff. And it was it was just a super exploitative way um, during a time that America was really, really hard up um, to make money. They would, like, and they would put people through, like, the craziest shit. Um, like they I would chain it. the dancers together and stuff and like make them run around in circles for like, it, yeah, it was absolutely nuts. Um, uh, I, yeah, I, I like, I hyperfixed on it for a period of time. Um, wow. it would be, what else? I don't know. Yeah, Incredible. I would love that. I would love that. What about, what about everybody else? Uh, real quick, real quick. I just have to say, I have the prop microphone that Deborah Monk used in Steel Pier in my possession. What? I'm sorry. Hold the phone. <laughs> Hold the mic. What? It was a gift. Right now? It Wait, was a gift. a gift? Not here in my other office. But yes, I have a it. A gift from Deborah from Monk? The- no, not from Deborah <laughs> oh. Monk. Um, I made Fames Deborah Monk. Fames Deborah Monk. Yes, Fames Deborah Monk. I made um some dear friends who were both Broadway veterans and retired to Wyoming. As um, you do. One of them, I mean, they just loved it because it was so different from New York. But um, the person who gave this to me, she was basically Susan Stroman's chosen prop person. And so she had stuff from all of the shows that she worked on. And so she was like, hey, you have a mic collection. I don't need this anymore. Here you go. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Wow. wow. That's so cool. It's one of my favorite things because like, it just, I love it so much. It still works. Yeah. <laughs> It still I mean, works. One of my first professional gigs, um, Karen Ziemba starred in, and it was the most like surreal. Honestly, that's probably why my depression is so bad because I peaked at twenty one. You know, like, <laughs> like, 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 I mean, I met I, I met Karen Ziemba, and she like knew my name. It was like that was it. Like I made it. Like yeah, and, yeah. Now everything has been downhill. <laughs> But no, like she was, it was genuinely like a really wonderful thing. It was like, I, 
I used to wake up to um, musicals every morning. Like I would set my CD player to like start the first song of whatever CD it was on. For years, it was the factory whistle from Sweeney Todd. <laughs> <laughs> what a what a way to wake up. That'll get you. I right mean, no, I mean, you know what? Though? Like, Nothing says work ethic like like Sweeney Todd. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> There's so no, like, yeah, there's like, no harder worker stuff. Like, like that shit. Like I, I like woke up to that. I love it. Like that was like. That's kind yeah. of amazing. It's amazing. I, an I alarm, love still here. An alarm clock CD player. Uh, yeah, yeah. That <laughs> holy those? millennial Batman. The <laughs> best. <laughs> I think the Nickelodeon one had a CD player attached to it. It did. Yeah. Okay. Because mm-hmm. that's the one I had. <laughs> I didn't have that one, but I had a knockoff next to my clear phone. Oh. You know, the clear where you could see the inside, brightly neon colored oh. phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Slickelodeon, yep. it was cool. called. Or Slick- <laughs> <laughs> All right. What are your shows, y'all? Um, oh, um, I just saw, I just, there was a, a, a Moby Dick. Like somebody made a Moby Dick show. <laughs> oh yeah, they did. Um, Dave, Dave Malloy did it right yes, at, the, yes. at the the Natural History Museum. He like did a site specific version. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Put some hydraulic uh, platforms in that, and I'll <laughs> and, the, and make the audience sit in the water. I'll do that. I like that. I'll do that one. <laughs> I'll say that anything with water, just anything with water. I want platforms in there. Yeah. Mobile yeah. platforms. <laughs> What's your one, Cameron? I'm having a hard time. <laughs> I there, I I my brain is honestly shut down because there are so many wonderful ideas strumming <laughs> through my head. I. <laughs> you should do like. I would love. Off. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I'm just doing bits now. <laughs> I was doing do bits. bits. I was doing bits to like kill time while you guys thought of one. The other ones. Do bits. Um, <laughs> I think you should do one that like is a pretty static. Sh- I think you should do like. A Beckett, like a Beckett series, <laughs> mm-hmm. just do like uh, an end game or waiting um, for Godot. Yeah, yeah, waiting for Godot. <laughs> but like, just waiting for Godot, but occasionally there's just like shh. Or, like, or how um, about the Scottish play in a diner, but on platforms? That yes, yeah. with yeah. strippers, with, with strippers. strippers, and cowboys. <laughs> uh, strippers except the witches. The witches are not strippers. <laughs> Everyone but the everybody else is strippers. Everyone. Wait, but I actually but... I saw a production of Macbeth <laughs> where oh, the witches no. were on poles, oh. um, like like Chinese poles. Oh, um, oh, cool. they would oh, like cool. they would like kind of like jump from pole to pole. I actually wanted it to be like much more active than it was. Like it was a really cool idea, and they didn't yeah. utilize it as much as like they could have. Mm-hmm. Um, but also like low key, like I'm writing. I this is like a side note, but um, I'm I have to write a play for my intro to playwriting class, and I'm writing nice. a play about the strip club that I worked at. Because nice. I'm like, okay. because I just wanted to write a like, I kind of wanted to write a like demystifying, like mm-hmm. destigmatizing thing that's just kind of like about the like space of backstage. Mm-hmm. I love that. Um, that's fantastic. But I like, but sorry, this you you guys were like, 
Macbeth with strip poles. And I was like, I literally saw that at the National <laughs> Theater. Like, they did that. <laughs> but they could have no, done that, it better. Yeah, that one sounds awesome. Yeah, if that you, one if sounds you, awesome. If your, if, your witches were, <laughs> if your witches were played by Chinese acrobats who yeah. just sort of stayed up there the whole time. <laughs> That'd be cool. Literally pulling yeah. strings. Come on. Right. But like, you know what I feel. Fun. You know how I feel. <laughs> you know. <laughs> my yeah, feeling, you know, my feeling like is fake. that the witches should should do nothing but like be like, this is what could happen. Sure. Like not pulling strings. I don't want yeah. my witches in Mackers like actually co- do making the action happen. Oh, okay. I want my witches just being like, well, human man. There's some options. Yeah. You yeah. do what you want. And then he's like, okay, cool. I'm gonna everything. be evil. No, you're right. Though yeah, that is that is better. You're, you're I correct. don't know. No, don't you're correct. No, you're correct. At the end, <laughs> at the end, all the strings fall. They weren't attached to anything. Oh, okay. I like oh. that. I like that. Thank I like you. that. It was Thank a you. comes it's, back to it all. It's all about life. what you take from it. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Uh speaking of which. <laughs> on platforms, immersive, spinning constantly, South Pacific. <gasps> oh, oh, that's fun. I like Another that. one in the water. Yeah. Water. I know. water works really well for, <laughs> for spinning. Yeah, for spinning. <laughs> um, I love that. <laughs> yeah. And maybe so while we're at it, let's do Titanic. Let's do Titanic. Let's do Titanic. Oh, and, and oh actually. Uh, oh, that would yeah. actually be I, really that would be great. Is funny. That would be great. <laughs> Yeah, anything goes. It's nice because you just like cast the audience as all the second class passengers. (laughs) (laughs) You lock the doors of the theater. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, everyone. It just gets colder and colder and wetter and wetter. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I love that. (laughs) You just install sprayers so that it hits each one of them in the face every once in a while randomly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like it's oh, a Disney. <laughs> like it's a yeah, like it's the Muppets. What was <laughs> D show? <laughs> oh shoot, shoot. My theater history brain is failing me. What was the rotten theater that the immersed the he used to hang corpses and stuff so that people like rotting cows during his place so that people would be horrified? What is his name? Fucking perpetual pain. God damn it. Nope. This sounds like a Corky Sinclair <laughs> move, and that's no, it's, um what is his name? Um not Arto, but like someone like that. Yeah. <laughs> I can't help it's you guys. Fucking people. It's fine. It's, it was probably Alex Timbers. <laughs> <laughs> I could see Alex Timbers doing that. He was like, I want to make it really edgy, but yeah. like, I will never forget the day that he showed up with his parents and his mother was wearing a sweater tied across a polo like this. I was like, oh, God damn it. That's where he comes from. Yeah. <laughs> Like why am I like I just the most the most stereotypical thing you could have done. It it like it was just so like and like look like I'm I'm middle class white too like you know it's not like like yeah. like but at the same time he acts very like oh woe is me like I'm <laughs> yeah. the modern Edgar Allan Poe of musical theater and his mom's name is like Barbara. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and she owns a sweater. I mean, come on. It's, it seems I mean, like, I mean, it might be, it might actually be our toe. I'm not sure. What'd you put in for your Google? I want to know your SEO. <laughs> well, let this. me tell you, let me take you through it all. Corpse? First I put, theater. First I put rotting theater. Then I put theater practitioner who hung rotting stuff. 
<laughs> and that's where it gave me our toad. And then I put, and then I just followed up with our toad hung rotting cows. <laughs> Good. All right. Well done. So he did go to a mental hospital. So yes, he did. Sounds like that. He had oh, he had Fun. perpetual pain. Like he oh. it, he described Chron- chronic, his chronic pain. Theater of cruelty. Yeah. Makes sense. Theater of cruelty. That's what it was. That's what I was fucking oh, thinking. Of. Yeah, that's Thank our toe. You. That's our toe. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's him. I know theater of cruelty now. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he had um one of my friends who was working on her MFA when I was doing my undergrad like did a bunch of research on him and was talking about how his migraines like felt like an ice pick shooting from the inside out Oof. perpetually his mine. whole his whole life that's what yours feel like that's what mine feel like yeah it's it, when i get Please them don't i like anything I, rotting <laughs> i i would always say to people that that's what it felt like it felt like there was something like inside my skin trying to like burrow Oof. to get out almost Oof. And it's like in the corner of my eye and like, I can't, I can't do anything like when, and I don't, I don't get them chronically, thank God. But like when I do get them, they're debilitating. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah. I had like one, I've had like one and I felt like such a wuss because I was like, "I, I can't, I can't do anything. I can't go outside. Um, yeah. Ooh. They're theater, a nightmare. Theater of cruelty. Theater of cruelty. Speaking of theater of cruelty, what was your favorite <laughs> show that you saw at the public? <laughs> like, what was your favorite thing that you saw? Can be play, can be musical, can be both, can be neither. <laughs> I think I know mine, but I feel like I jumped in last time. So no, the no, you should. No, you should. No, you, sh- you should. Yeah. Okay. Um. So I, but I think I think it's gonna elicit a lot of like, ooh, because I feel like nobody liked this show. Um, so first daughter suite was probably I my loved thing. first daughter suite. Thank you. Actually, or, I did. Or, no, I did. <laughs> no, no, no. But then also, um, I wasn't thinking about. I was thinking about like while we worked there, but I saw a road show. Oh, there. nice. I'm so jealous. Um, I'm jealous too. And it was, that was the first time I ever saw Sondheim in person. Yeah. He, it was the closing night and he was sitting in front of me and I watched him like play the show on his leg. Like while Ooh. he watched it. Oh, that's good. It was good. like the most, I can't even write, like what a freaking like. That's a good theater story. Like, I couldn't have like story. written this story like that. Yeah. It's like fucking, um, uh Jerry um I, not Jerry Orbach the guy who uh, the guy who um he did hairspray Jerry Mitchell Jerry Mitchell mm-hmm. yeah, yeah yeah Jerry Mitchell um that he <laughs> in the road to Broadway documentary that he's oh like, yeah yep that he's like I was he was like I went to see chorus line and I sat in the back row and I thought one day like I'm gonna be on that stage and then when I made my Broadway debut in Chorus Line, I sat on stage and I was like, I wonder who's in the back row. And it was this like beautiful moment. And then he was like, true story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he like totally ruined the ethos of yep. the moment. And it was so... <laughs> I love that documentary. <laughs> true so story. Good. It's so good. 
Um, but <laughs> that's, yeah, how ruin, that's how you ruin any thought. story. True story. Just say true story yeah. at the end. I, I am so glad because so many people hated First Daughter Sweet and I love it. I still listen to the cast album quite regularly. It was after my time, so I missed it. I think. Who was who put that up? Where was it on? The Newman? In the Onspacher. The Onspacher? Mm-hmm. And who Onspacher. Was, tell me more about it. <laughs> it was a continuation of First Lady's Suite, except it was focusing on the daughters, including the including Barbara Bush's first daughter who passed away. So she interacted oh. with the ghost, which was Oh wow. Was surprisingly lovely. Wow. And also like the relationship between Barbara and um George's wife. What Laura. is her name? Laura. Um, yep. Yeah. The like the the like daughter in law relationship between Barbara and Laura was really really, really beautiful. And Rachel Smith Jones. Is that her yes. name? Yeah. Rachel Lee Jones. Was, yeah. Rachel Lee Jones. She was unbelievable. Um, yes. And like she was. They all were. <laughs> I, I mean, they, yeah. It was. I think it's it's just such a special piece of theater. And like, I mean, I feel like like Lacusa's Wild Party is one of my favorite pieces of theater. Like full stop. Um, but yeah, first daughter suite. Like it just. It's really, really like it's a map. I think it's a masterpiece. I think it's a masterpiece. It's. I agree. It's absolutely beautiful. See what I want to see is one of my all-time favorites that I just I want to return to every single time. I it just it does so much for me. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. See what I want to see. Like I. I really. Um, I don't know a lot of his work. Like not all of it. Like I. I think that all of it is masterful but not all of it I can listen to like some of it is genuinely way too atonal for me and I'll be like I guess this is amazing I can't do it like Murray Christine is just too much for me that's fair that one's that one's a lot um I think you would love see what I want to see I would I would give it a shot it's a five-person cast and it does three short stories woven together three Japanese short stories weren't woven together as like the silk screen art. Ooh. It's very cool. And it's, it talks of it's his grieving process after nine 11. Like, <laughs> where do they hide these shows? I mean, I well, was just... aware of it, like when it came out, but like, yeah, they don't, they don't, when, they don't produce them. Yeah. No. And that's, I, I want to desperately. It's just, yeah. it's, not easy material and people yeah. don't like to feel so <laughs> yeah i'll do it over here we'll do it over here cameron we'll do it right. over here great Cause, cause cast they, me they're not close enough to 9 11 right like cast me put me as ad do me do whatever you want i will be there <laughs> <laughs> oh that's cool i like that what was your least favorite show yeah <laughs> we always love that we do we do and we are um, a bit well, contentious on this podcast. <laughs> I didn't get to see Hamilton. Oh. oh. <laughs> least favorite thing, for sure. Least like um, What was my least favorite show? Um, 
I think that Alex Timber's Love Flavors Lost was my least favorite show. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the first summer. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> because it was an it was an abortion. <laughs> like this marriage yeah. is an abortion, Michael. It was it was it was like it was mm, it it was not Shakespeare. It was not Shakespeare. Yeah. And, and if he called it Alex Timbers' Love's Labor's Lost, that would be fine. Right. But the other thing, too, is that I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but Kenneth Branagh did a film version of Love's Labor's oh, Lost. Yes. It's of one course of my we're aware. Of course we are. Um, it's <laughs> Alex Timbers like plagiarized a lot of aesthetic aspects of, of Kenneth Branagh's vision. Like, oh, huh, I didn't like think about very, that, but that's true. Like, yeah, like weirdly so. And like I heard, and the only reason I say like plagiarism so confidently is because I heard fucking shady things about him around Hamilton and Bloody Bloody as well. Mm. Um, oh. You know, cause, like around, like they were both at Sasser. Um, and, um, but like more so just that they were like around at the same time. But like Alex just I I I really also really didn't like Here Lies Love. I think that he's a hack and I think that <laughs> he's he seems the thing that the reason I'm okay with saying that I think he's a hack is because like if I didn't like his art but I wanted him to respect me, I would be like, Oh well, you know, this, that but he, I only ever heard stories about him being super disrespectful, snotty, and short to people. And I, like, so I don't care, frankly. Yeah. Like, yeah. he seems like a, like a very spoiled kid who was, like, never told no. Like, when he went to Rich and was like, why can't you make the plane stop going yes. over the top of the theater and rich was like it's, what do you mean <laughs> and <laughs> he, he said, was like yeah. but make them stop like he said that he came to my he, he came out through my gate and so i got to hear that exchange and i was like <laughs> are we we're supposed to call the we're supposed to call air traffic control <laughs> <laughs> i remember this to, story <laughs> we're supposed to call the mayor of planes <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, he, yeah, I've never, I've never heard, <laughs> I've never heard good stories about him. Nope. Um, uh-huh. it's unfortunate how many, uh, shows he's done that I enjoy. <laughs> yeah, I really liked Bloody Bloody. Um, that's all I've seen that I think I really liked. Um, that was, I, I mean, okay, can, can I say that Designated Mortar Black, but the length <laughs> was a Too no long. for me. Too long. The length was a no for me. No, same. I I love Designated Mourner, but it was I unbelievable. But, but I was but after the first hour, I was like, I think I get it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like, Come I on, Wally, turn, cut it out. Yeah. 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 Wrap it up. But did you ever have like? So, so I had this really wild experience. Yeah. I feel like. Which I'm sure that every single person had. Whereas when Wally looks at you, 
It's like he is looking through your <laughs> eyeballs into your soul. Mm-hmm. And I was not prepared for that from Wally. <laughs> no, I, like, I mean, I I had that experience. Like, did you, I did did you guys also? Yeah. Yep. And I was like, <laughs> don't do this to me, Grand Nagus. I'm not ready. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, God. inconceivable. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, he saw through me. Yep. Into He's... the things I didn't know that were inside of me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he unmade you. He unmade me. Yeah. <laughs> um, was Designated Mourner, does, does anybody remember, was Designated Mourner after or before Grasses of a Thousand Colors? Before. Before, okay. Because um, I liked that one less. Designated I, Mourner was I did like cool. it, though. I liked it okay. It was Wallace they are, Shawn, they are the same in my mind. In my mind, they have melded <laughs> they, together. They might which one well had the eggs? <laughs> which one had the eggs? Yeah, which one did we like give out hard boiled eggs? What? That was that was grasses of a thousand dollars. Okay, okay. <laughs> I don't know yeah. what I don't know what that means. Yeah, no, there were snacks. No, we, we gave there out snacks. There were snacks and one of them was a hard boiled egg? No, that was the snack. Is hard boiled eggs. That was the snack. <laughs> Not Can you a imagine the smell Not of a theater food? A billion hard boiled eggs. Yeah, inside talk about theater of cruelty. That tiny little theater <laughs> in the back of in the, the lobby. In the Shiva. Ugh. <laughs> But I just I remember I, that. I I so desperately want to look up the monologues from that because it's just I Wallace Shawn speaking about his huge and gorged dick is just swollen <laughs> into my mind. You know, I just swollen. Yeah, it's uh, swollen. <laughs> Swollen into my mind is a very evocative (laughs) phrase, Cameron. It is. (laughs) Write it into a play immediately. (laughs) Punched me right in the joy and swollen into my mind. Um, My favorite, (laughs) my favorites were good uh, good person of Szechuan. Was my favorite everything, and I loved Hamilton Fun Home, and I did love Here Lies Love, not for the direction. Just, I loved the cast. I loved what they were doing. I loved how amazing they sounded all the time and the things that they were doing. Yeah. I love it for David Byrne and I love yep. it for the Filipinos. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yes. And yep. my least favorite was the library. <laughs> Fuck that play. Uh, I just felt so bad for the actor. I mean, we love Chloe. I love her, but I, I felt so bad that like it was, I'm sorry, it's going to be just cats scrabbling about behind me all the time. But, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, when the, it was like she, the show started with just her on stage as the audience entered for like 20 minutes and all of her stalkers came. Like what? It was yeah. too much. Not fun. No. No, well, when it was you're a terrible worried about play. somebody's personal safety for the while the audience is entering and it was for no reason it was for, no for literally reason. no reason no reason that's why i hate it so much is it was hard on her and she did her damnedest but it was just really shitty it was just shitty <laughs> the set was amazing though thanks to that show i did see what everyone saw in that tall guy from mad men <laughs> the main guy John Ham from John Ham. John Ham, yeah. John Ham's partner was the 
woman in that play. Oh, that's and right. All, and he came and so did Sam. Um, who's that great actor? Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell oh. and John Hamm were at the opening night party. And I remember being like, up until that point, I was like, who cares about John Hamm? Whatever. <laughs> and then you saw John Hamm in and person. And then I saw John Hamm and I was like, this is what everybody's talking about. Yeah. <laughs> you saw him live and uncut. This is the, yeah, talk about it. Uncut. Wow. Golly. He Moses. swelled into your brain, as it were. He <laughs> swelled into my brain. Stop. Stop saying it. <laughs> I'm going to make a t shirt right now. No. <laughs> Watch the reflection in my glasses as I put these elements together in Canva. <laughs> I'm watching like a little like shirt move around in your glasses. <laughs> oh, God. My actual nightmare. <laughs> um. Oh, my God. Is there a cat? Oh, there's a cat. Oh, there's a cat behind you. They are literally, oh they just had their dinner. They're like 9 p.m. dinner. They Nine, four, and nine. Hi, cat. And when they, there's two of them. There's one low and one high. And they are just going to torment each other. <laughs> Tessa, shut up about the cats for a moment. Um, what, is, <laughs> <laughs> what, is, what is the thing on the wall? That one. That... Is that a violin? What is that? Is that a bagpipe? I think it might be a combo violin banjo bagpipe. Is um, it an air who? Probably an air a... who. Mm -hmm. What? Yeah, it is an antique that these rich people. I was going to say, I don't think this is your apartment. Look at all that crown molding. <laughs> How dare you? Where How dare are you? you suggest my apartment Where doesn't have crown molding? I'm at <laughs> these, the home of these cats. Oh, your cats <laughs> sitting. Okay. They're literally losing it. Um, <laughs> they're oh yeah, they're out of control. Look at them. Wait, look at that one. <laughs> look at that one going crazy. Ah, uh. oh okay, those ones are fighting. Yeah. Okay. It's I just one I really big now. one. Yeah. Fighting a car, fighting a rug. Oh okay. Yo, that sounds like a cute. euphemism. Yeah. One really big one fighting a rug. Yep. <laughs> If it isn't, it should be. There's my T-shirt for the day. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, you're that, fantastic. <laughs> You've done well. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, done well, young Padawan. Uh, uh, Kathleen, is there anything, is there anything since you're, since you're uh, abroad and away, is there anything you miss particularly about New York? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot. Um I, I really miss, um, I mean, some of these are really obvious and then some of them are like deeper. I miss the, whatever you want. I miss that everything is 24 hours because <laughs> everything closes really early here and it's actually super terrible. Um, I miss the people like so much. Um, the, yeah, I don't know. It's been, it's been much harder adjusting than I thought it would be. Um, and I miss the food. Like you can go anywhere, and the food is gonna be amazing. Like, like if you like, it's it's harder to find a place that has bad food than it is fine. Mm -hmm. Place that has good food, and like over here, it's like everything is mediocre or bad, and like it's <laughs> rare to find it. Like, no, <laughs> it's just unfortunate, and like. I've had more McDonald's in the last six months of my life than I've ever had before because, like, there's nothing open late. Yeah. And then there's, like, nothing 
good to eat. Like, um, but um, what else? I I like. I do kind of miss. I mean, it's not like I was attending like musical theater, mm-hmm. but I just get really depressed when I look at like what what they consider like kind of like musical. Pantos? Um, Pantos? <laughs> yeah, it's just like I, I miss, like there is something really, really special about that one format of art that we just like nail that that they can't, like, I mean, I don't, yeah. like there's absolutely nothing wrong with like the Tina Turner musical and ABBA Voyage and <laughs> the Michael Jackson musical right. and Back to the Future, like those serve a purpose, but like it's just it's like it's sad to me that people are like, yeah, like they're they they basically just like completely it's like they think that the genre is like a different thing, right? Or like not the genre, like the medium, yeah. like they think that basically if it's like live performance with music, it's a musical, right? And oh, I'm I'm like call. it has to be like based in theatrical narrative yes um and that's not like um but yeah i mean like the biggest thing i things i miss are just like cultural things like that the um there's something like new yorkers are actually like really amazing people and and like there's a lot of apathy in london like, you know, if somebody goes, you know how, like, if someone sticks their foot in, like, the subway train and is like, hey, like, is this train going to, like, here? Like, multiple people will be like, yep. like, will we'll respond, like, somebody will be like, where do you need to go? Like, another person will be like, no, the platform across is like, go over there. Like, people get involved. Even if, like, everyone's, like, looking down at their phone, they're, like, actually paying attention. Like, I, like, my first week here, I saw some tourists, like, ask really kindly, like, is this, it was a simple question. It was, like, is this the northern line? And, like, no one even acknowledged that they were speaking. That's And it was just, like, it's, it's, like, this weird... I've been like picking the, I've, I've been, and it's been piecemeal because I can't yeah. seem to date a guy for longer than like three weeks. So it's bit by bit that I'm breaking down <laughs> this problem. <laughs> but I keep, I keep asking the guys that I'm dating about like what it is. Like they still have this like ingrained sense of politeness to the degree that it's like, oh, well, I won't speak up and get involved, even though that person's like asking. Yeah, it's so weird. Um, and like, you know, I thought that I could just be like, oh, I have depression. Oh, I deal with this. Oh, I'm queer. And like, they just get very, like, like they don't <laughs> want to. There's like, I have a professor who like very transparently thinks that I either have made up my trauma or that I like talk about it to like get attention. Mm -hmm. Um, Because literally the culture 
like they don't they just don't talk about it don't talk about it and like somebody that I was dating said to me he was like our way of dealing with like mental health crises is throwing government programs at people he was like we set up the program and so then like when somebody comes to us and they're like I'm really severely depressed instead of like taking that person into our arms and being like share with me or like here's the phone number like or like you know how can I get you like and it really like I don't know like it seems weird like everybody in New York you'll go out on a date with someone and I'll be like yeah like oh my baby mama like fucking we had a DV case and man things are rough and I have PTSD and you're like oh man me too like and everyone everyone's (laughs) out there about like all their shit like yeah and then I come over here and I went out on a date and I told the guy I had anxiety and he was like yeah yeah (laughs) I have a lot of friends in the UK and I remember I I called one friend and I was like this was like weeks weeks ago I like left her a voice note that I was like I, I don't know I think I might have ADHD and like her like response whenever I talk because before I've called her and been like I think I have anxiety she'd be like her her response was kind of always like mm, like I don't know if like getting distracted means you have ADHD like she was she's just very like mm, I don't think we should talk about this and <laughs> I don't think you have it and then I got diagnosed. And so I like, she responded to me with that, like weeks after I had sent her the voice note. And so I was able to call her, like leave her another voice note immediately being like, okay, so I just got diagnosed. (laughs) (laughs) Like, fuck you. I don't have it. Yeah, It's strange. Yeah. That's strange. It's mental health is, I feel like you're right. Like, obviously I was there a long time before you, but it was like, kind of, it was like a little stigmatized then as well. Yeah. I, uh, I lived it's, in Scotland also, so it was like a, people were friendlier than London for sure. Like people would tell you where you the, but in Glasgow the train just goes in a one circle, so uh, it's real easy to get around. But <laughs> which way is this circle going? <laughs> yeah, they'd be like, it, it just get on no matter. Oh, where, okay, it will, you'll be fine. <laughs> it will eventually go to your stop. It's um, weird that kindness like translates for them as like don't get involved like don't talk you know and then like here it's immediately like kindness is like no i'll help you like you know it's no it's no um it's no skin off my back what <laughs> this is, <laughs> is that the phrase I've it is said it, before. it is the phrase <laughs> this is this is the edifice of nice that we have spoken of before mm-hmm. and like just a lot of things are clicking into place about the UK and how they can be responsible for worldwide atrocities and just be fine with it because we don't talk about it. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And we also talked about it under the rug. I also feel like we, Cameron, Tessa, I feel like we just talked about this too on the podcast where it was like, because I've said this now a couple of times when we've talked about it. It's like, I think New York only works because it's kind because mm-hmm. actually it's very kind because yes. there's 8 million of us in a space. It's the that, only way it could work, right? It's the only way eight it could and work. A half. <laughs> eight and a half million people in a space that I think comfortably would fit 500,000. So, <laughs> like the only way that it works is like, we have to be kind to each other or, yeah. or we implode on ourselves. Yep. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Not I, nice. I, yeah. Kind. Not, not nice. Kind. It's yeah, an important, exactly. it's an important distinction to make, but like yeah. that's, it's the truth. Yeah. It'll be like, yeah, no, it's going, it's going uptown. Now get out of the door, please. Because I'm late. <laughs> right. I'm late yep. for work. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
Oh yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> I know. I think, I think we get, we, I think we take for, we take food for granted uh, in, in New York. Oh, I forget. We, I forget sometimes do. how, how much food option there is here. When I go home and visit my parents, I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> it's only what's in the much. fridge. Yeah. <laughs> no wonder people have to have so much cheese at their house, you know? Mm-hmm. No, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Why is there so much cheese here? <laughs> Seriously, you open people people are using their cheese drawers in the provinces. Yeah. Like here. That's true. We don't That's even true. need to do that. No. We can get cheese on demand. Our cheese drawer is so delivered in our fridge. <laughs> our cheese drawers are full of other stuff like clothes and <laughs> That's where I put where I Tickets. flatten my socks. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> I call it a cheese box. Ooh, I like that. Mostly because of pushing daisies, but pushing yeah. Daisies. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh my gosh, yeah. I do want to grate some cheese into a pie crust, like an apple pie. I've done like it. It's really amazing. Good. That is so smart. What? That is so pair smart. with Gruyere Jesus. baked in the crust. Yep. Okay, what? I was gonna it's say amazing. Gruyere baked in baked in the crust. Gruyere is like a because I feel like you need like a harder cheese, like almost like yes. a Parmesan mm. level hardness, but not flavor. So Gruyere is a good option. It's lovely. Yep. And the flavor is with pears and apples, actually. I've done it with both. It's lovely. So get on it. (laughs) I feel like apple is my my go-to. But anyway. Oh, no. We blew out David's ears. (laughs) Cameron's get on it was very loud. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) No, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, I just wasn't expecting it. I was. I, I. I immediately was like, I have to go make a pie. Like I felt like I should in that moment. I'm persuasive. What can yeah. I say? Oh man. Uh, real quick, one last public theater question before Ooh. we do our obligatory FMK, which is, what was your favorite way to pass the time at oh, the public? Yeah. Was it the hot gas? Was it the celebrity <laughs> sighting? Was it? tap dancing with david in the lobby <laughs> was it, it was it was definitely it was i mean we 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 really like coasted on richard denny impressions <laughs> and like i don't know what you're talking just, about <laughs> like it was it was the always in fifth for me or <laughs> i wasn't fifth like whatever yeah. that like yeah, that, oh my God. Um, but yeah, just, I feel like we were always just kind of like taking the piss out of the shows that were <laughs> there at the time. Yes. And then also like talking about, like I would be talking about Hamish probably. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, I know that's true. God. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, I always had like, I also always had like a public theater man crush that I was like I will have him so that was also <laughs> always the way yeah. um, you gotta go but... after them I mean we know you have the audacity yeah speaking of Hamish though I gotta ask if you saw since you like dark and you like Hamish did you watch that spooky priest Hamish show mm-hmm. <laughs> did you yeah. like it Midnight um, Mass. Midnight Mass, <laughs> yes. Um, I did. Uh, well, I didn't. I did. I didn't. Um, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. 
<laughs> I, I, I thought I really wanted to because fine. so Haunting of Hill House is literally one of my favorite things I've, I've like ever watched ever. Like I've watched it so many times and then Haunting of Bly Manor mm-hmm. like was okay, incredible. And this is the person who wrote Midnight yeah, Mass. Yeah, so well. Midnight okay. Mass was like the third season of this, except it's not like part of this series it's just like okay. it kind of is like but I, I don't know um i just i just like the main character riley i just wanted him oh yeah to disappear um <laughs> and then and then he did he did um he did but it just it, i i really wanted it to be better than it was or it just i, I just really didn't like it because i love Raul coley i thought he was so good um, and I obviously loved Hamish and I thought he was amazing. I thought that it was like a kind of a, um, it just felt like a bunch of mo- people monologuing at each other. It was a like lot of monologues for TV. True. And I was like, what is this? Like, <laughs> and then, yeah, it was just, it was just a, it was a myth for me. I know a lot of people really loved it. Um, you didn't grow up, you didn't grow up religious though, right? No, no. But oh, like, no. I just, that might explain why I, I I've was noticed so like. That, I've noticed that a lot of people up, who really liked down. it. Yeah, who, I've noticed that a lot of people who really liked it are recovering, recovering from religious. Catholic. Well, like, but the thing is, it's like I like my parents. Both of my parents had left the church, mm. mm-hmm. and so oh. I grew up with lapsed Catholics who were like telling me all the time about all of the traditions that they had left and like mm. why the traditions were so toxic and so terrible, and mm. so like. Like, I, uh, I don't know, like, this kind of thing is somewhat written for me. I literally, like, I'm not, to me, I just think it was actually really poorly written. Like, when you see Haunting of Hill House and then you see Midnight Mass, it's, like, it's not even, to me, they're not even comparable in terms of, like, artistic quality. Oh, but, wow. But, okay. but, but, I, I don't know. People are, like, some people are, like. Yeah. Like, I forget who it was. Somebody that, like, I really respected was like, you're fucking wrong, dude. They were like, Midnight Mass is incredible. And I was like, I mean, I think that you're crazy, but okay. Like, (laughs) And finally, last and certainly not least, uh, the reason that this podcast even exists is because we wanted an excuse to do our, well, for me, shitty, but for these two, remarkable antiquated popular culture impressions. (laughs) Do you have any <laughs> do you have any in your pipe? And do you remember Katie walking around the public or <laughs> Jimmy Stewart walking around the public? Do I have do I do I have impressions in my back pocket? Yeah, specifically antiquated popular culture, but anyone. I mean, they don't have to be good. <laughs> I mean I mean I have like it's I it's very weird to have a Richard Dreyfus, but I have but I don't think that that's like a I don't necessarily think that that's like a one that I can like throw down. I'm so glad you have Richard Dreyfus. The that's thing amazing. is, it's like I've been doing it this whole time. Like the reason that I scratch the back of my neck like this is because he does it in Close Encounters. I did it once to imitate him, and now I do it all the time. <laughs> and now it's mine. <laughs> <laughs> Now he is me. This is the thing. It's like the reason you don't see him anymore is because he's in my attic. Yeah. And I'm just like draining him. Of Dorian Gray style. Like yeah. one yeah. thing at a time. Yep, yep. <laughs> um, and then 
one day you show up and you're just young Richard Dreyfus, like, and, and we're like, oh, yeah. mm. wait, wait, wait. Do you want to see my Susan Stroman impression? Yes. yes. Yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I'm wearing a hat. I'm wearing a hat. Guys. <laughs> Top notch. Visual, visual joke. I, she just, I did not just put on a, a visual impression for a podcast. I, no, I love it. We have we have a <laughs> we have best. a sound cue for that because we do it literally all the time. All, all, oh all, my god! All she did was put on a hat. It was great. <laughs> it was perfect timing. I have, I have no, I have, I'm, I, I could have. I think there was a period of time where I could have done a really good impression of Hamish, probably. <laughs> sure. Um, because just because he was always like, I'm trying to think of what he's so weird. He's just like a <laughs> he's like a very tall fay. Yes. He's yeah. like a thin, he's like a thin white like... duke. He could be a thin white duke on his own. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh... um. No. No. I mean, like, I don't. I. I don't. I don't. I. I. I can. I can recite all of Close Encounters and all of Jaws. Does that count? Yes. Yes. I remember your Jaws fandom fiercely, and it's something I think about a lot. I just remembered one. And unfortunately, it's another visual joke. And I don't know. <laughs> unfortunately, it's another visual joke. And also, it's an inside joke. So it might just be for me. It might wait, just, is it blame? It just, is it yes. blame? So, so wait, can we, I, need to walk, I need to walk us into it. Okay, one of my favorite, one of my favorite all-time memories from the public is Kathleen and I <laughs> got. I feel like I feel like we were duped into this, Kathleen, because uh, I don't remember anybody else having to do this. We walked around New York, <laughs> like handing out flyers for Shakespeare in the Park. Oh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I remember that. I turned that down. You I turned did too. Thanks. You turned I did too. I needed money. You. Did. <laughs> so it just ended up being me and Kathleen. We were like, oh, we. I think we. No, there was some other weird bald dude who was like really aggressive. Don't oh. you remember? <laughs> oh yes, I do. I don't remember their name. I don't remember his name. I, I know who tired. you're talking about. I know who you're talking about. Though I could see them in like my mind, like a nightmare. I could see them in my mind. Um, <laughs> Um, but, uh, we had not really spoken yet. And this was like the first day that like, we like hung out. It, it was like thrown into like the crazy situation. Um, we had like all these flyers and basically was like, don't come back until you've given away all these flyers. And we were, <laughs> we were giving out a few of them. And then occasionally we would just throw some away <laughs> or like course, we would leave to. them. We would leave them places to be like, Oh, put them up or whatever. But we, you know, we didn't check on that. Um, and then I don't know, we started talking about something and I don't even remember the exact conversation, but I wanted to combine the movie, the Wesley Snipes movie Blade uh, <laughs> with Babe, specifically, <laughs> specifically Babe Pig in the City, because it's fun to say, because it's fun to say Blabe Pig in the City. <laughs> And I said, "Blabe, pig in the city." And I turned to Kathleen, who does this impression. And then he and then he puts the guns away and he scowls. I remember there was like a. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm Blabe. I'm Blabe. <laughs> Blabe, pig um, in the city. I'm, I'm Blabe. Uh, this is my city. 
I'm a, I'm a vampire and a, and a pig. <laughs> it was like, yeah, and he just had like, yeah, he had that exact same voice, but he like yeah. talked about like killing vampires, but right. and then he walked on his hindquarters. <laughs> yes, oh, that's right. It was Babe's that voice was specifically. Like... It was Babe's voice, not Wesley Snipes. <laughs> Um, so FMK, uh, I know the three, uh, the, I'm picking these three trios because of our esteemed guest and, um, and, uh, Tessa, huh? so you don't have to look them up. <laughs> <laughs> I made some visual aids. Oh my gosh. Stop um, so here it. we go. <laughs> um, so round number one for FMK, let me make sure this works. Round number one, very, very easy. Uh, Dr. <laughs> Dr. Ian Malcolm, uh, Dr. Alan Grant, <laughs> and Dr. Ellie Sattler from a Jurassic Park. <laughs> FMK. I know Laura Dern has come up for another FMK round for I don't remember why, but I think yeah, she's incredible. But uh, but this is specifically <laughs> Dr. Sattler in this incarnation. I think we did Admiral Haldo for some reason. Oh yeah, we did Admiral. Oh, yes. <laughs> for, why did we do Star? Why did we do Star Wars captains? What was that around? I don't remember. Was it was anyway. it May the Fourth? Who knows? May the oh, maybe. be with you. Something. <laughs> maybe maybe maybe. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, Jeff Goldblum. Look at Jeff Goldblum. I don't know look where at, this, look at this image Neal. comes from. I know I recognize these two images of Alan Grant and Ellie Sattler. Whatever this image is. <laughs> I think he just said, don't put your hand in shit. I think it's in that scene. I think it's in the it poop is. scene. It is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. we would know, right? <laughs> we would know exactly where these are. Oh. I know. I know. I am going to... Fuck Dr. Ian, marry Dr. Ellie, and kill Dr. Allen, which makes me very oh, sad. Alan! I know. Oh, I don't no. want to kill anybody, but I don't, uh... <laughs> I'm with Cameron. I'm with Cameron. Fuck oh, same Ian, as Cameron. Okay. Marry Ellie. Sorry, Alan. Sorry, Alan. Oh, sorry, Sam Neill. Come on. <laughs> sorry, Sam I do Neil. love in, in real life, I would probably marry Sam Neill if he asked me if he <laughs> if he asked. I know he's yes. happily married, but right. I want to read his biography. I want to, you know. Landed yep. next to him. Anyway, <laughs> read his biography while but, lying next to him. But my problem has been, as we all know, <laughs> grumpy older men. Yeah. So I c- should kill him instead of being with him. Sure, 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 sure. In yeah. this instance. Yes. Yeah, it is Alan Grant, and he is a little grump. Thank you. He is. He is a little grumpy. Kathleen. Okay, I'd I'd fuck Ian. Uh huh. I'd. Mary Allen. Oh. And I'd kill Ellie. And let me explain why. Yeah, please. <laughs> because Ellie wants kids. I don't want <laughs> kids. Oh, and so right. I would actually be a perfect match for Allen mm-hmm. because their big relationship issue mm-hmm. is that she wants kids and he doesn't. So yeah. I'd be like, yo. Oh. You and I can get along because we love kids, but we don't want kids. So we can, you and I can like, we can vibe on that. That's true. That is true. Dude, I can't believe I'm going to ruin Ellie's life. (laughs) Oh my God. I'm sorry, Ellie. You made the right choice. Uh, She can have kids in heaven. (laughs) 
What? Sorry. I don't know. David. Oh, I see. Uh, my, uh, I, I, I'll, I would switch. Um, I'll, 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 uh, I'll marry, uh, Ellie Sattler. I will. Uh, I'll kill Doctor Ian Malcolm. I will fuck, uh, Doctor Doctor Grant Allen. Allen. And I will yell it like that oh, raptor man. from Jurassic Park Three. <laughs> <laughs> when when we do it, Alan. <laughs> I like when she's running and she's like, Alan. Oh yeah. <laughs> We're a fucking run <laughs> through gritted teeth. She's like, she screams, run. <laughs> and I yeah. and I imagine they cut out a take where Alan is like, what? <laughs> we're so far away from each other right now what do you know what doesn't carry not opening your fucking mouth hole <laughs> yeah yeah she did everything possible to keep sound from escaping her run. what yeah. did you say bun <laughs> um, i thought see in that moment i thought she was talking to herself because she was like i oh. have to get my body to move and i am I am frozen with paralysis of fear, but the oh, I have oh. to tell, talk myself through this moment and get myself moving. Nice take. T- Tessa, that's fantastic. Next time we do Jurassic Park, I'm going to do it that way. Yeah, I should have I should have thought of that. <laughs> I didn't think I didn't think of that. I've done dishonor to Ellie Sattler. I will have to I will have to amend that in when I re- yeah, when please. I reprise. I want it. you to really think about your lives. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. No, you don't. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I guess I will now. All right. <laughs> Number two, uh, we're gonna do. Uh, we're gonna do the. Uh, uh, I mean, maybe controversial to say. I don't know, but my favorite pythons. We're gonna do Graham oh. Chapman, <laughs> Terry oh. Jones, and Michael Palin. Oh my gosh! Look. That's- how handsome Terry Jones looks in this photo. Terry Jones I, fucking killing it in this photo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's one of my favorite pictures of him. It was my profile picture for a while. That's Aww. right. Yeah. I feel so bad. I feel so bad for this, especially because he's the only queer one. Mm-hmm. So it's very it. kill kill your gaze of me. <laughs> but I feel like I feel like well, he's already dead. Well, he, yeah. so is Terry. I mean, okay. Yeah. So Graham, Graham, look, Graham, my boy. <laughs> King Arthur. Um, Graham. So I'd kill Graham. Uh-huh. I'd fuck Terry and I'd marry Michael. Yeah. And this I'm is the why, exact same. Michael has been with the same girl since he was like this fucking teen. Oh. And they are still together to this day and he is like the most loyal person in the entire world. Terry Jones could get it. He was apparently a yes. huge freaking slut. Yeah. So I guarantee I mean, you look at him. he had a whole <laughs> complex. He had a whole complex about how like short he was in comparison to all of them, oh. which means that he was good in bed because he thought he was he inadequate. Had something to prove. He, he had something to prove. <laughs> You you want someone who wants something to prove. That's something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Graham, Graham, because he's bi and got a lot of holes of all different kinds. (laughs) I don't think he felt as though he needed to prove anything ever to anyone. Yeah, Yeah, he probably just laid there, really. (laughs) I mean, he played King Arthur for a reason. (laughs) Tessa, you're the same. 
I'm the exact same for the exact same reason. <laughs> but also because Michael Palin loves archaeology. So we'd have something to talk about for our whole entire long, long marriage. Yeah. And there's a lot to talk about with archaeology because it goes Let all the way. tell you. All the way back. It goes all the way. It goes all the way back. All the way. Cameron? Um, what? Oh, God. <laughs> Why is this one the hardest one we've ever done? I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I, don't know what to tell you. I thought we've done the Python boys before, but not, we have in this, not. not this combo. Okay. We have not done the Python boys. Do you seriously have another podcast where you just do this, <laughs> but with better looking people? What is happening? <laughs> Me? No, yes, you're the you. best looking people I know. <laughs> now that's not true. Yikes. <laughs> that I'm going to come to both your true. houses and beat you up. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I'm not. We're in my usual house, Tessa. So good luck finding me. Um, oh, I love them all. I think. Oh, I think I'm going to marry Graham. And fuck Terry for all the same reasons and kill Michael. And I just it's Ooh. because I don't want to I don't want to break up. He and his 15 year old girlfriend. And I mean, since they were 15. Not, yeah, nope, hang on. <laughs> since they were 15. Since they were take, 15. I don't want to break up Michael <laughs> and his girlfriend since they were 15 years old. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Better take. <laughs> Yikes. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> uh, Woo. Oh, boy. I'll mar- uh, I'm going to marry Terry. I'm gonna. Hey. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna fuck Michael Palin, and then I'm gonna <laughs> kill Graham Chapman. <laughs> Just to be different. No, not Just really. I. I, I think. I feel like that's the right call for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Terry, and then Michael so Palin can go back to you know his. You know, he just had a fifteen-year-old da- girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> he he just had a dalliance <laughs> with me. That's fine. Um. Okay. Okay. And. The last one, round three. Here we go. Uh, Is it going to be Richard at all, at three different ages? <laughs> I, you Richard know what? I won't. I won't lie to you. I almost did that, but <laughs> I'm going to do this one instead. Um, it is. Oh, here uh, we go. Oops. Oh boy. Oops. It is Roy Scheider, Robert Shaw, and Richard <laughs> Dreyfus, the crew of the Orca. <laughs> Martin Brody, Captain Quint, and Matt Hooper, a uh, oceanographer. Hold on, I have, uh, to call, oceanographer. I have to call someone in. You have to call someone in? Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> She's gotten him out of the attic. <laughs> He's here with us. <laughs> sitting, sitting in the breast pocket. <laughs> Oh my god! I don't know. Oh, I forgot that I can fuck the person I'm married to. Yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. You, you can go either way with a marriage. Mm-hmm. You can, you mm-hmm. can, you can always fuck, or you can never fuck if you want. So, okay, so then, so just then, a marriage. I would, I would kill Roy. <laughs> I would fuck Robert, and wow. let me tell you why. Please, Let me tell you why. <laughs> that man has nine children by like five different women. He <laughs> gives he good advice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he has these blue eyes 
that could cut through your soul. Mm -hmm. He really does. He, I mean, the thing is, I feel like he probably wouldn't connect to you during it. Like, it would be very separate, but you would, like, come really hard, but he, like, wouldn't look in your eyes. (laughs) I don't know. He's already moving on to the next kid to have. Uh, Right. Right. And then Richard is my soulmate, so obviously we'd get married and then have sex, like, constantly every single second of the day. Right. Oh, incredible. Wait, I have a quick question. Yes. That's sort of about this, but you know how Robert Shaw's one son, since you're in the UK, did you get a chance to see the play that's about, oh, I'm sorry, because it sounds like it would be like right up your street of loving Jaws. Yep, you better believe I definitely made friends with the guy who played Richard, and then he (laughs) breadcrumbed me for an entire year while also having a girlfriend, and totally, yep. It's okay, I'm chill. sorry. You give me the name of the guy who played. <laughs> give me the name of the guy who played Richard, and I'll track him down. And yeah, go to his house him. and beat he, him up. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't need to get tracked down. He will. His punishment is 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 never getting to sleep with me. That's his. That's his literal punishment. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, f that man. So anyway, um, but I'm sorry about that. No, I wish I, I wish I had seen it. Um, I really wish I had seen it. And I wish that, I wish that it existed in a form where I would one day be able to play the character, but I would never get to play it because, yeah, that, that's the thing. Like, and this, like, so my friend is, my best friend at home is friends with the guy who understudied this guy, Liam, who played Richard, right? Okay. And, he he ended up at one point he sent him they were in a bar together and he was like talking about me and like my hyperfixation with Richard and he was like I'm going to show you her impression and he showed it to him and he was like I'm being completely serious right now he was like it's better than both Liam and mine wow but there's not but I uh, but yeah so they got nominated for Olivier's and I'll never be I'll never be able to play this part. That's too disappointing. How dare they? It Let's sucks. remount it. Let's remount it in New York and we'll just bring you in just to do it. And then you'll win a you'll win a uh, tone. I mean I mean I'm not averse. As long as as long as as long as I'm the one who gets to meet Richard first, I will have won. So that's what's the most important thing. There we go. <laughs> okay. Put the feelers out, people. All right, let's start. Uh, let's start putting this together, guys. Let's make it happen. Get it. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna be. What? I'm just gonna. I'm gonna follow up again. I have a different take for this one. Um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. But I am gonna marry Richard as well because I feel like he's just the best man for me in this film, and probably <laughs> in life. I'm gonna kill Robert Shaw because I hear he was a real anti-Semitic dick. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got to take him out, even though, you know, like you say, he's probably great in bed. I'm going to I'm going to fuck Roy Scheider, though, because I don't know. There's something about him that's kind of like, ooh. <laughs> oh, he's very he's very, very sexy. Yeah. Yeah. He's sexy. The cigarette, the cigarette when it hangs and falls out of his mouth. <laughs> so many moments. <laughs> they all have such thin lips, though. Like, look at this. <laughs> Kissing is going to be weird with any of these men. <laughs> you get so thin-lipped true. on the sea. <laughs> yeah. 
It's all that salt air. <laughs> it just dries your lips up. <laughs> they just curl back into your mouth like they weren't even there. It's my Colin Farrell. Thank you. <laughs> I like it. Thank you so much. Ah, so <laughs> uh, fudge. Um, Tess, I think I'm the same as you. Welcome. <laughs> I think. Yep. Yeah. Sounds what, great. What what are you guys? You're fucking fucking uh, Roy, killing killing Robert, marrying Robert, Richard, marrying Richard. Come. Okay. I'm also just like I think I'm also just like getting off on the fact that I'm cucking Richard with Robert. Because <laughs> <laughs> that would just make him so he'd be like, oh, I'm so mad. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very good point that you have there. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 I'll uh, no, this one I'm I'm just gonna do it just to be different. I'm gonna kill Richard Dreyfus. <laughs> I'm going to marry Roy Scheider. <laughs> and I'm going to I'm going to fuck Robert Shaw. <laughs> wow. Yeah. How could you? I mean, Richard's like honestly like an abomination on the world. Like, it's, like <laughs> he's, he's a pretty bad guy. <laughs> yeah. Well. Uh, that is fuck Mary Kill, and that has been the podcast. <laughs> I mean, what else is there to say or do? Or da 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 da. I was doing a, I was doing a David Yazbek "Dirty Rotten Scoundrel" song ending, and I love it because oh. that's how all the songs in DRS all end. Like da 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 da. Or like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just That's in correct. time for a button, a rolling button, and then yep. land with your hat. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Tessa. <laughs> uh, I really pictured it. Oh, it's good. Uh, everybody, say good night, y'all. Okay. Good night. <laughs> uh, I'll do mine. I'll do mine, and then everybody else do theirs, and then. Uh, our guest gets the final word. Um, I've been, I didn't, uh, <laughs> I want to do a, this is David Armstrong, just letting you know I want to do a remake of uh, The Mandalorian. It's going to star Denzel Washington and uh, and Meryl Streep, and we're going to call it The Man- Mandatorian Can. Candor- <laughs> Candalorian. <laughs> Mandatorian Candalorian? Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> How the fuck dare you? <laughs> um, I mean, I've... sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I've been Tessa Flannery, and I just want to make sure you remember that you get thin lipped on, <laughs> on the sea. <laughs> And I've been Cameron Faring, and I learned something new about myself. Turns out I want a dick on an orca. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I have been Kathleen. And um, one day, I hope I'm rich enough to have one of those absurdly unuseful but ostentatious guns that shoots money. Out <laughs> and to crowds of people so that I can just make it rain on whoever, whenever. What an incre- all you do is win. 
What yeah. an incredibly specific, but also perfect want <laughs> for, for, for rich, for rich future you. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. This has been Omnibilateral Panic for another week. Telling you all to sh- shoot for the stars. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> oh, boy. Bye.